0: Hello future millionaires and billionaires. Welcome to the first episode of the Student Investor podcast with Ivan Sambu for the year 2024. And also this is our second season, meaning we're celebrating 2 years of having the, not 2 years, but I mean 1 year of having this amazing podcast, sharing financial education with everyone and making it accessible for everyone. And in celebrating, I will be giving guys a keyword in this episode and if you are the first person to get the keyword, screenshot you, uh, yourself listen to a podcast on an Apple podcast, Spotify, wherever you're listening at, and tag me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, you will win yourself 500 rand. So you'll have to listen to a podcast from beginning to end. And when you get that keyword, just tag me on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. And if you're the first person to do so, you'll win yourself 500 rand. So Let's get in in today's episode and today guys, we'll be talking about my investment strategy for year 2024 and I want to spend the first segment of the, uh, of the podcast episode talking about the context of why I chose the strategy, the strategy. and on the second part, uh, I will be talking and diving deep basically into the strategies themselves. So guys, not wasting any time, let's get into this episode. After listening to Ivan's Stock Review Wednesdays, you're going to want to invest in some global shares, and the Shift app is by far the best place to do that. Good thing we are sponsoring this podcast, or that would be awkward. Welcome to the Student Investor Podcast with Ivan Sambo the podcast that focuses on starting a conversation about money, investing, growing your career and being a young person in South Africa. Our goal is to simplify the conversation so that we can all learn and grow as young people in South Africa. Hello, future millionaires and billionaires. Welcome to Season 2 of the Student Investor Podcast. Yo, guys, we are one year old. This podcast is officially one year old. Oh, oh 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 what an amazing achievement for us. And I want to say thank you to every single person that showed support, listened, uh shared it with family, shared it with friends. Last day we we hit huge uh milestone growing our audience bay, audience space in Swaziland, Namibia, Botswana, Lesotho, to Mozambique. I can't even talk about how much support I was getting right here at home in South Africa. What an amazing experience. The numbers, the charts that we hit, the ranking that we hit, what an amazing experience we had last year. And this year, we are going bigger and bigger. Uh, So let's get into this episode um, and talk about investment strategies, right? I know many times when you talk about investment strategies, people want to be technical about it. People want to be philosophical about it. But for me, when I talk to you guys and I'm talking about investment strategies, I am talking about ways in which you can break down your investment to make sense. I'm talking about ways in which you can allocate your funds so that it can reach your goal. I'm talking about where and the geographical locations of your funds and how much you must put in. And as always, I'm not here to give financial advice. So what I always, as I always do, I'll be sharing my story of how I am doing it with the hope that it will inspire you to have your own investment strategy, right? So let me give you context. The year is year 2023. I am struggling financially in terms of I have so much goals that needs me to be financially safe in order to hit them that I cannot invest anymore. I was planning to move, get a new apartment. I was planning to buy a car for myself. I was planning to bring my sisters to visit me in Cape Town. And those three goals, on th- that just them alone, needed me to have a huge amount of money. So for 2023, I couldn't invest, I couldn't invest as much as I wanted to, to the level that in 2023. It was three months where I didn't invest at all. I had to focus on saving money. I had to focus on allocating more funds to saving than investing. And the reason I'm sharing this is because I want you guys to understand that when you are doing your investment strategies, you need to take into account your goals for that year. Last year, I had to make huge sacrifice around investment to say even crypto didn't buy any crypto didn't invest more into the cryptos I love, didn't invest more into the companies I love, didn't invest more into the ETFs I love, had to cut down into a lot around investment. And it was a decision which was hard, but had to be made. And there was nothing wrong with making such a decision, right? And the reason I'm sharing this is because that influence how I'm going to invest this this year. This context I'm giving you guys influenced my strategy this year because I now have to find myself even going back to the basics, finding a new platform to even use to buy my shares. Why Why am I saying this? It's because last year my trust on easy equity was broken. Something I, I talked about on my TikTok, something I tweeted about a lot, but I didn't talk about it here on my podcast. What do I mean that my trust on Easy Equity or in Easy Equity was broken is when they introduced that 25 Friends Drive program and they introduced the idea that without our consent, they would sell our shares to get that 25 friend. And how they went about announcing the 25 Friends drive program? Felt like an ambush. Felt like they are betraying our trust. for the longest year, for longest time, Easy Equity said they will never have a monthly fee, and they are introducing a monthly fee. Distri- uh, 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 not strive, but hidden, basically. Because they said it's a strive program to help you financially gain points or financially uh, be wise, but you are paying for it and they said if you don't pay the 25 friend we will go and sell your shares to get our 25 friend meaning now you are going to get some shares with my consent with my consent i felt my trust was broken with that platform and now when it came to 2022 2024 sorry i had to make a decision and i left easy i'm not saying easy because is a bad platform uh, I'm not saying easy equity is not a platform uh, I will not use again in the future. I'm just saying for me personally, as Ivan Sambo, I felt betrayed by a platform I loved, a platform I advocated for for the longest time, I felt like it no longer took, took us as the community, as the easy equity community, into account the decision they make they are making. Because for the longest time we defended that platform, but now they're coming against us and remember the majority of us were using easy equity uh people don't have that huge amount of money or uh, people who are low class if i can use that word my apologies offensive but we are the low we are at the bottom of the food chain in the investment so in 2024 now when i was looking at my investment strategy i had to find a home for me and remember easy Equity was the cheapest platform now i had to find an alternative platform to easy equity that's affordable because easy equity is the cheapest let's not be let's not lie to ourselves as much as our trust is, bro- is broken many people will stay with it and I, I and i also i will never speak ill and say people must, must leave easy equity I, I took a personal decision to leave and i must bear the consequence that any other platform out there that i go to it is expensive easy equity was the cheapest but i have to take into account that my Trust in a platform is more important than the fees I pay in a platform and that was an Ivan ensemble decision and composition to have. I don't think right now I can speak about the platform I already have signed up with now on this episode. I will speak about it on a later episode. But I had to take that into account when I was making my strategy. That's why I'm giving you guys all these context so that you can you are aware of the mindset I was in or I am in when I moved to implement my investment strategy I am having this year. And I know it's sounds like more philosophical, more political, but it's a decision that involves my money, it's a decision that is equity involved that in involve my in finances or whatever the case may be i may be investing one rand or hundred rand or ten thousand rand, but i want trust in a platform trust is important for me so yeah i just had to put that out there so let's talk about the second half of the segment i said my investment strategy so what is my investment strategy for year 2024 because I spent 2023 while investing that much, I want to go back heavily on the JSE. I want to be heavy in the JSE and in doing so, I release a YouTube video that you can watch. I talk about my top four stocks I want to invest into in the JSE, but for the purpose of this podcast, let me, cho- let me talk about how I'm going to be aggressive in the, in the JSE this year. So number one. Out of 100% I'll be investing every month, the JSE is going to get 45% of it. Yes, 45% of it. The JSE. 45% of my monthly investment is going to JSE ETF and shares, right? And I'll be more, more aggressively on ETF than individual companies. Why am I saying that? I think I've reached a stage in my life where I don't longer want to be aggressive in my investment. I know people say, Ivan, you're young. Why are you saying that? Um, Ivan, you're young, you still have time on your side. Yes, I understand. But I want security. I feel like I'm in the stage in my life where I want security more than aggressive gambling in the GSE, buying companies that I think will give me 40% growth, 50% growth. I think I'm at a point where I'm happy with 15% growth. I'm at the point where I'm happy with, I'm I'm happy with 20% growth, 10% growth. If it's above inflation, it's above 15%, sorry, it's above 15% growth. I'm happy with that. So I think I'm a moderate investor now. I'm no longer... Are moderate to aggressive so that's why i'll be buying more etf because etf are more secured they are more moderate they are not don't tend to compete and be very much big winners no they just want to be secured and give you a stable investment if you grow so that's why i'll be looking into more etf i will i will even record an episode where i talk about which etf i'm looking into buying so 45% 45% of my money is going to the GSE. In that 45% that's going to the GSE, 30% of it will be ETF and the rest will be individual companies in the GSE. When I talk about individual companies in the GSE, when I pick them, I will ensure the majority of them as well are moderate companies and I feel, I'm aggressive companies that I feel which are moderate in the GSE and I have one or two which are conservative and one of them which are conservative I will be buying will be Standard Bank. I already picked Standard Bank as my conservative company for this year, aggressive companies, I'll be picking innovative companies in the JSE. I'll also make it in, in separate uh, episode talking about that. So that's how my strategy will be looking like in the JSE with that 45% of my monthly investment going to the JSE. So now let's talk about the um, 55% of my investment that's left. In that 55%, I am taking, um, yeah, I'm taking 45% of it. To the new york stock market and there i want to be aggressive and i know you are saying are you contradicting yourself no i want to be moderate and be secured in the gse not to have stress in the gse i want security and the sustainability in the gse in the new york stock market i believe when you go international don't go to play don't go to be uh, don't I don't I don't want to go to the international market and go there for sustainability and security. I want to be secured and be stable in the GSE, but international I want to see my money work there because it's international. Guys. Why would I go to the New York stock market just to play? if i want to play in be stable and be moderate let me do it here at home because i understand home when i'm going to spend time to research companies in the york stock market i don't even know i don't even see their products in south africa i don't even see their services in south africa like uh, uh we like uh Nayo, like like those companies that don't even pro- having operation in South Africa, why would I go buy them then be conservative with them? No, I will take companies in the New York stock market while we're putting 45% of my money into number one small startup companies in the new york stock market that are still at their early stage of the uh, inception i want them i want to grow with them i want to pick companies that i know i am seeing a three-year vision with them i'm seeing a three-year vision see i'm gonna research companies i haven't i don't have the list yet as soon as i have that list i will have an episode talking about those companies but i'm still at the researching stage of them but i want five companies in the new york stock market that i can see myself holding we are selling for a three-year period i want to buy them this year i want to start this year i want to spend time this year record, i mean researching them and every time i get them i think i'll make a five part um small series where i talk about those five companies that i'm looking to hold for a three year period that's my goal in the new york market that's my strategy i am going in to buy five companies that i can see growth in the next three years that are still small still in their early stage they may be old in terms of years but in terms of their product they're still trying to break the market and be there for example i'm talking about companies that may be revolutionary in, in time in healthcare in pharmacy i am looking for them the new york Talk market this year that's my goal and i'm aiming to hold them and for three year periods and after that i will you know I i'll I check up back and see if you guys still want to hold more or want to sell it out so that's my strategy in the new york stock market with the other 45 percent and i will be dedicating a 45 percent of my, invest- my monthly investment to those five only companies i'm not buying more i'm not buying less five holding it for the next three years and i will you know, i will review my strategy in the in the after six months if it's working or not so i'll do a six months review of those five companies and i think after reviewing after six months i'll record an episode talking about what i think about those companies what i think about my position in those companies and whether or not i will hold for longer or something i do some um how to call this thing uh alignment or some changes I need to do in that strategy are we going well? So now you're asking 45% in the JSE, 45% in the New York stock market. Where's the 10% going Ivy? Where is the 10% left of your monthly investment going? <laughs> I know you guys are asking that question and it's going to crypto. I am not afraid to say is going to crypto i will be going back to crypto this year very heavily um, and i am looking to do something different typically i always been a guy that wants to um, go the alternative way of crypto buy crypto coins that are still new that are revolutionary no this year i am doing simple thing with my crypto because just 10 percent. i don't wanna gamble it i am taking the big five the big five crypto coins buying them uh mostly gonna be heavily on codona and ethereum and bitcoin uh the rest i won't show sure how much i'll be allocating them but the top three will those one i just mentioned get more of the money and the other two still yet to t- decide which ones are but it will be how i mean not which one are but they i'm saying like um how much allocation i put into them so that's my strategy this year it's plain simple um it is as i said it is it is influenced by the position I'm at right now in my in my life. Um, take into account the context I gave in the beginning of the episode about how last I was not able to invest more. I was able to be practical. And also that I have to leave the platform that I love for the longest time. And by the way, I already laughed, man. I sold majority of my things on Easy Equity. Moved them to Shift. Um, I bought international shares on Shift. or Shift currently doesn't have JSE. So yeah, so... So, yeah, that's where I am at right now. But I will do a more detailed breakdown of everything that I talked about today. Just this is the intro to the season two of the Student Investor podcast. I hope my strategy made sense to some of you guys. I know this is the longest episode I've recorded. But the keyword so, what is the keyword for today, guys? The keyword that will earn you 500 grand uh, if you're the first person to get it. it is student governance. So yeah, tag me on Twitter, Instagram with the keyword student governance and you'll win yourself 500 i don't know why i chose student governance because i just saw my award in front of me that said i've been some um, recognized for student governance and leadership that's why i chose the word student governance so yeah that's the key word thank you so much guys for the love for the past year celebrating a whole year of this episode is very 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 amazing and i'm grateful for all your love until the next episode stay stay well stay blessed and happy investing